Conan Conan has his podcast, and you just hear him fucking just ripping a bong the entire time. So I don't see the problem with smoking a blunt when we start this. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, you can hear the full the full lung. <laughs> the full lung. The full lung. The full lungy. It's a it's a movie about stripping potheads. Rated PG. Rated PG because they forgot how to take their clothes off because they're so high, man. I got a nice little new vape uh, cartridge because uh, I'm not sure of how the the smoking of the buds is in, inside of the new place. So I've been just kind of giving the little the electronic guy a tug. And it's uh, I forgot that that's its own different kind of pleasurable. Like it's not the same, obviously, but it's you just kind of rip on it all night. And next thing you know, you're fucking had ten of those natty uh, natty light strawberry lemonades. Natty light strawberry lemonades? What? They're so. I wish I brought some now. That if you, you don't know what they are, I don't know what they are, but we're off to find out about those. They're called Natter Days, and they're fucking delicious. Natter Days, ugh. Yeah, it sounds so shitty and awesome. I yeah, like <laughs> we'll. Uh, I'll go into further detail about this on the. Uh, you'll understand why, audience. Audience. Okay. Okay. So here's the rundown. Uh, no episode on Wednesday because pretty much my life's been busy as fuck. And finding the time to do it was goddamn near impossible. And we had some technical malfunctions where we really could have done it, but it would have been a pain in the fucking ass and it probably would have sucked. And I don't think either of us really wanted to do it. Yeah. So, like, it would have kind of, it would have suffered. And we, and we all know that you expect the quality that we give you on a weekly basis. <laughs> So this is what's going to happen. We're gonna, we're, it's Sunday before Memorial Day, and we're going to record a wrestling episode for Monday. It's going to come out on Memorial Day, so you can have a blessed Memorial Day with, uh, with me and Kesari. And then we're going to do another episode that's going to come out on Wednesday. It's going to be a, little, a lot less wrestling heavy, probably, because we're probably going to exhaust all of our wrestling takes. Yeah. This. So if you're not into wrestling... This might not be for you, but also if you're not into wrestling, you probably don't listen to this. So just wait two days if you're not into wrestling. It, if you if you like this podcast and you don't like wrestling, then Wednesday we'll be back, and um, or listen to this one too. Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, also, like, I know that I've been saying this for a long time, but I really have a good feeling that we're going to be on iTunes soon. <laughs> Excellent. That's glorious news. I don't know. I don't know why I'm so optimistic about it this time. So anyone who, so anyone who's bugging me about getting us on on iTunes, I'm like, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm a real piece of shit. I, I, I've, I take, made, I've made zero effort into getting I, us on iTunes. To be honest, well, with no, me. I have the thing set up. It's just been rejected three times, and like, I feel like two of them haven't gone through because I got a different screen this time when I did it on my phone as opposed to doing it on my desktop. So I, I kind of think that. It's going to go through just fine. Now, right. I think there was a problem with my desktop and not my... <laughs> this is the uh, problem with our equipment podcast. So, speaking of which, I'll go into uh, detail about problems with my equipment. Uh, so, basically, my computer just stopped working after a power surge. And it fucked me up royally with mixing the KES stuff. But I think I got it all back now. So, it should be good. Like, everything should be good from here on out. Um, I'll probably have to get a new interface soon, just so that it's not 
set up the way it is now, which is like dangling in the back. <laughs> so I have to get something new. But anyways, it's it's solved. Uh, thanks to Alex Carrera for all his hard work and getting this done. And the good news is now you can find me on Steam. I'm going to be the Chris Casares, and you can play me in Fire Pro Wrestling World. Oh boy! So that's the good news out of this. That's that's why I got Windows 10 installed on this too. Just for Steam. Just literally for Steam. Okay. That's it. And uh, so, without further ado... Wrestling episode. Wrestling. Okay, where so should this, we start? Do we want to start last Sunday or last night? I want to start last week okay. uh, and then work our way to Double or Nothing. So, a full disclosure on last week. Like I said, I've been very busy. I watched Money in the Bank for the first time before I came here. Okay, what did you think? Um, it was a very high-quality pay-per-view, I thought. I thought so, too. I've... The women's Money in the Bank match uh, is of a, a caliber that I consider it on par with the men's one. Though the men's one was very good this year. The women's one started off um, kind of sloppy. A little bit. Uh, but it was still good. Like, the Money in the Bank matches are sloppy I, I by nature. It started off. Ember Moon, Naomi um, were really good in that match. Uh, that, um, I forget what her stunner move is called. Uh, the Eclipse or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, the Eclipse or something like uh, that. That off the ladder was fucking bananas. Yes. Uh, like that, uh, and, uh, I love that she took a move that John Cena used to troll people and made it fucking awesome. <laughs> but uh, I, I'll say that the storyline for, for what happened with the women's money in the bank, I kind of predicted with uh, a few other people. Basically, the way I laid it out was Bailey wins the money in the bank because clearly, who else was going to win it? No one else was going to win it. Um, cashes in like uh, Becky wrestles Charlotte, beats her, and then um, Lacey Evans picks up the scraps, wins the Raw title, and then Bailey cashes in and wins the SmackDown title. That's how I saw it happening, but it ha- it happened similarly but different. Um, they reversed the order, and so Charlotte picked up the scraps against. Uh, Becky going against Lacey Evans, and yeah. she won the SmackDown title, and then Bailey cashed in on Charlotte. So happened a little differently, but I kind of predicted the Bailey cash in on the same night, and that 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 did happen. So uh, I'm not saying it's bad. Sometimes predictable is good. Right, so I don't remember anything from either of the Becky Lynch matches. I did start paying attention when the the cash in happened. So I was I was I've been was building furniture today. It was okay. Like, it, it was it was was it anything of note? I'm I'm glad Becky doesn't have both belts because me too. It's kind of an overload. Like it's an overload. It was for a, it was for a moment at WrestleMania, exactly, which she, is fun. She still has the raw belt, and that's that's. Is what she, she going to start stuff. closing pay per views now and not wrestling in the wrestling twice in the middle? Uh, that could happen. Because I feel like they set it up where she's going to be Steve Austin now, and like they really um, she's, she's got to be closing the show. I think they're like pulling that back a little bit. I think so too. Yeah. I don't uh, think she's Stone Cold. She's Stone Cold's friend, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kofi, Kevin Owens was good. Yeah. A strong Kofi must pose at the end of that. Like, there was a lot of Kofi stuff at the end. Yeah. Um, Does that, it, almost, watching that end of that match makes me think that, like, they're going with Kofi hard. I think Kofi holds on to the belt until... Uh, they move to Fox, and once they move to Fox, Brock Lesnar cashes in on them. Very logical. Yeah, but that's going to be. They're the also talking about combining the belt. I don't know. 
I, I don't know if they're combining the world titles because I think, I think they're going to have one on Raw, uh, one on the NBC networks and then one on the Fox networks. So I mean, they teased sense. it. They, the, they've the, teased it a few times. So I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It just it 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 feels like I like having the two world titles and the two minor titles, and then like you can combine the other all the like you can buy the tag titles for all I care. Yeah, it would be. You can combine the women's titles for all I care. Um, just because there's women's tag now too, so there's just so many belts. Uh, speaking of which, segue into the new belt that came through, the twenty four seven belt. Okay, yeah. Uh, so I again, I know pretty much everything you I know about it. I've discussed with you. So so like I, I'm gonna pretend to oppose you on a lot of things. Okay, so Mick Foley comes to the ring on Raw, and so he's like, "We gotta shake things up." So he says. We got we get we need something more exciting. So they introduced the twenty four seven belt, which can be uh, by rule defended twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. And then he says it's to benefit the third hour of Raw. So they have a title that's supposed to be around the clock defended at any time, but specifically designed for this one hour block of sagging ratings. <laughs> I just think that's really funny how they just like completely we're not thinking there's about no this at tact all. in that I didn't know about that part there's no tact in that description at all yeah like they they make a around the clock belt for one specific hour of the day I'm just uh, that makes no sense like why just have it 24 7 like you don't need to design it specifically for the last hour of raw um, but the belt itself when they unveiled it I was like Ugh. <laughs> it's, pretty, it's very pretty, plain it's plain and it's just the side plates are empty. They're just like squares with like little like etching on the, the corners, and that's it. They're they're blank side plates. Um, now, was this a rush job? Do you think, or do you think? Oh it's a, yeah, a no yeah. fuck job. This is a. Here's how I think it's gonna play out, though. And if they do this, I think it'll be good. Um, the belt is like crap. Like who care? Who cares? Um, but if they like. They, if they start fucking it up, you like, they destroy it throughout the storyline. If they Stan Hansen it and, or like Mister Perfect it, just like it just gets like torn. Like what if it gets scattered like, to pieces? What if it gets like Nakamura? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's what I mean. Just have it, like get let it get the shit beat out of it, like, and then once that happens, I think it'll be good because then it'll look more like the old hardcore title that this was based off of. Yeah. Because uh, they're they're just pussies and they don't want to call it the hardcore title, which like, which is fine. I don't I don't that doesn't bother me. Yeah, but they're kind of like they're it's, they're making it like a homogenized version of what it used to be, and I kind of feel like that's a problem. Like that's what I feel like WWE is on like the whole is just like a much more like streamlined version of what it used to be where it was like rough around the edges previously yeah and that's what they're kind of going for here is like be more rough around the edges and like the segment they did was like fine and it was fun like entertaining to watch so i had no problem with it uh i just think that if they really want to do this right just fuck up the belt like are they trying to be trying to be rough around the edges are they trying to find something that they can squeeze 30 mid card guys into of uh, that's of any interest that's like, you could have the our uh, truths I'm like, I almost call him K-Quick for some reason now. You're getting rowdy with it. I'm getting rowdy and bowdy. Bowdy? Whatever. It's like... like whoop the whoop jigga what? <laughs> That's another disquo reference. <laughs> it sure was. <laughs> like, something like, like, all the... 
The Ascension. Like, the Ascension can shine now. They had the Good Brothers, like, going after it. They had, uh... It was basically, like, a bunch of, like, 30-year-old, like, grown men chasing each other around backstage yeah. for a terrible belt. Which is what the hardcore belt was. It's like... I, <laughs> but this was even worse. Like, the hardcore belt was, like, intentionally, like, mangled. Uh, this is, like, supposed to be, like, you know, give some give people something to do on Raw. And it's, yeah. and it's fun. It's a fun idea. I like it. I just want that belt to get destroyed. It probably will. They are <laughs> selling replicas for, like... Three hundred fifty, four hundred dollars, or something yeah, it's like that. Because it's insane, people. Yeah, I'm not like no one. No one buy that, please. You can't stop them. They're not listening to this. I'm and, not going to stop them. And if they, well, yeah, whatever. Um, money in the bank. Back to money in the bank. Uh, AJ, Seth, super duper good. Yes. Like I, I mean, as as it should be. I mean, uh, this. I I enjoyed the hell out of that match. It was. When AJ hit the Styles Clash, I was like, holy shit, they're going to fucking, they're going to turn the belt over on him. And they didn't. I was like, all right. But they, I kind of feel like they should have, like AJ should have won the belt from Seth. And then maybe maybe they do like a Mankind Rock thing where they kind of like trade the belt back and forth until SummerSlam. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to see. I mean, maybe they're saving it for uh, for not right after WrestleMania. Yeah. Getting Seth into something huge like that. Because, I mean, if you're going to do that, you probably got to, they're probably just like, Teasing everyone with, like, this is what we can do now. Yeah. And then, like, giving it to them. And then, like, now they're going to give them, like, whatever the... They're going to give them, like, a Lars Sullivan or something. <sighs> like, not that I hate Lars Sullivan. I actually like Lars Sullivan. But, like, just they're, they're going to give them some monsters. Some monsters. To, like, they'll bring Kane back or something. <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want, like, I don't want, like, the monster feud. I want, like... Seth to just keep doing what he's doing and having good matches against people. Like, that's what he's, yeah. that's what he's good for. Well, he'll so. have good matches against anyone. He'll have better matches against better workers. Well, yeah, no shit. So <laughs> just, just keep doing that. Like, his match with Kofi was good. Like, give him a match with Daniel Bryan or, like, something like that. Or uh, who else do they have that's really, like, a, a ring general that they could, like... I think they'll probably bring back, bring back Bray for him, too. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be a good one. I, I would appreciate it. So uh, yeah, a nice, like, hopefully a revamped Bray will be will bring back the uh, the goodness of the character at the beginning. I feel like it's headed there. I, I think I, so too. I, I like the Pennywise gimmick they're doing. I haven't uh, been keeping up with Raw a lot, but I have been for the most part keeping up with his with his uh, pro vignettes from the week the shows. I I I didn't shit on it at first. I don't think like I enjoyed how he looked like spaghetti at first. Yeah, and uh, I was like, we'll see where this goes. Like it's kind of like weird. Like I don't know what. The, but now that they're going like the full like evil clown gimmick, like do you think there was a little like Matt Hardy had a, like a thumb uh, fingerprint on that? Like, I feel like him and Bray Wyatt have been like kind of in cahoots really since uh, the broken I think gimmick got over. Yeah, I think they're both kind of like, like uh, weirdos. Yeah, they, yeah. I think they both have just like a very like creative mind for when it comes to like I think so pushing too. the boundaries of what wrestling could be. Yeah, and I don't think either of them goes to the point where it's too far, or like if they do go too far, it's, it's like that's the point. Yeah, it, it's very like uh, self-aware when they go yeah. too far, and like, they'll make a joke out of it, so it's fun. I I sp I've spent a lot of time in houses without <coughs> like cable or TV, so I've just been like internet videoing the best I can, and I rewatched the first two uh, House Hardy matches. Yeah, they're so fucking good. Um, it's 
I really like the second one where the second the, one's better. The the they do the poison mist spot and she, she, uh, Rosemary spits it out and Matt Hardy sucks it in. Yes, it out in her. Uh, that killed me. That was such a good spot. Uh, probably the best mist spot ever in wrestling. A lot of mist spot. It was a big mist spot last night. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, ending of the men's match. Thoughts? The Okay, so this was the same night as the Game of Thrones finale. Yeah. And I told you about like how everyone hates it because of the heel turn. Yeah. This was like very much in line with that. And so I, I have a feeling that like everyone else hates it but me. But I was like belting I, I was laughing out loud like this is hilarious i love this so as a so i have to say i watched it already knowing the results okay and the it was good storytelling to me with the like they just they accused braun braun looks like a bitch now braun's driver looks like a bitch they are cooled off on him like hard now. wait like what happened i don't know I have no idea. <laughs> like, he, Triple H just sends him home and he just goes, whatever. Like, what? <laughs> I, I actually made a joke about that. I forget what the joke was. But, uh, yeah, that was a very weak uh Yeah, like, just, they made Braun look like a bitch at the expense of a surprise Brock Lesnar appearance. Also, Mustafa Ali, well, you, you can still grab the briefcase when his music's playing. You know that, right? The cr- I, I'll say this though they've been bu- building him up a lot, but like when it came to the pay per view time, the crowd was not with him. Really? Like I I like him. Did he He's get been, hurt? Him getting hurt kind of that might have cooled his jets cooled a little. His, cooled it a little bit. Yeah, I think feel well, like feel like Kofi took his shine. Yes, that he definitely did. Um, all the heat was stolen, but. At the same time, use this as an opportunity not to push him in like the main event spots where he's not going to flourish. You use mm, him. Give him like, against. Give him to Joe. Uh, Joe. So it looks like they're going to do something interesting with them and with him and Ray. Joe Balor, like like pr- pretty much like give him a young uh, like an undercard person who's over to like work good matches with him, like kind of like they were doing with Daniel Bryan. But since he's not the champion anymore, maybe like. Use someone else in that position, like maybe like Dolph Ziggler. Now that he's back, yeah, that's true. Um, I don't know. Uh, I enjoyed the hell out of Lesnar winning it though, because that gave us the uh, the moment the next night on Raw with him using the briefcase. Bo- oh my god, it's so great! <laughs> like <laughs> that that meme with him at the the Limp Bizkit song, great stuff. He is he has shown so little personality in the past. Like he's been back for like six years now. Yeah. He showed more personality in the last in Monday, <laughs> Sunday and Monday than he had the entire time. It's this has been some of my favorite Lesnar stuff. Yeah, like he he's John off at the crowd at the top of the ladder and stuff. Like it, it it was good. I don't know. I prefer when Lesnar is more like has way more personality like that. Like when he came out wearing the sombrero and it turned his feed with like Eddie Guerrero and stuff like. <laughs> It was just kind of like, you don't have to do that, but you did it. Because <laughs> he's wearing, like, swishy pants and, like, a cut-off T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, like, a little bit, a little wrinkle in Brock Lesnar wouldn't be bad. Because bo- it got boring. As, yes. It's yeah. part of the reason everyone hates it. He's, he's oh, a fucking monster, but it's uh, something just fell in the room. That's why we kind of stopped talking. It sounded <laughs> like we looked over and went, huh? My dysentery post <laughs> is, uh, is falling down. But anyways. A- anywho. But, yeah, I like it, too. I mean, I, I like the... I'm also like, 
strangely optimistic when it comes to WWE because usually they disappoint me. Yeah. But like I, I know I'm just going to be like, all right, take my money. Please don't fuck me. And they fuck me. Yeah. Uh, what else? That's pretty much the pay-per-view, I think. I don't think there was much else. I, don't, I didn't watch a lot of the Cruiserweight match. I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was okay. Like, everything, like, it was not offensive, but, like, not memorable. Like, it's a week later, and I'm, I've already sort of, like, forgotten most of what happened. I, uh, I miss Buddy Murphy already, <laughs> honestly. Well, Tony Nese is good. Yeah, Tony Nese is good. Buddy Murphy had some real good fucking matches, though. That's true. Like, um, real good matches. They need more, like, cruiserweights to wrestle on pay-per-views, I think. Like, they need to do, like, a triple threat or, like, a fatal four-way or something. Well, they should be start doing six-man tornado tags. No, for, like, the title, though. It, need, it needs to be a title match, and so, like, I wouldn't mind seeing... A cruiserweight TLC every pay-per-view. <laughs> or every week. Every week. Every Monday yeah. and Tuesday. That, that, that'll, that'll fucking make you win the ratings war, I'll tell you that much. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, self-referential uh, thing against me and John playing Rob 2000, uh, SmackDown vs. Raw 2007 <laughs> GM mode. Oh, I know. You just had a TLC match with the Cruiserweights every week, and I was in the women's division, and I couldn't do anything. So. Um, anything on, since on Raw or SmackDown that needs to be covered? I don't think there's really a whole I don't lot. No, if I watch too much Raw SmackDown. I mean, Ziggler's like, back. Yeah, I, I saw hopefully that. Hopefully, they do something cool with him, and he, they seem to have him in a world title picture, which is nice. Was Was SmackDown? Was that the night that the uh, the Blues and the uh, Sharks played? I honestly can't remember anymore. It's been so long since ho- fucking hockey's been on. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's been like a solid week. Like it's tomorrow. I'm just like, do I even care anymore? I definitely care. Well, I do too, but... <laughs> uh, all right, well, let's get to it. So, all or fucking nothing, double or nothing. Double or nothing. <laughs> or nothing. You got the two pay-per-views mixed up. I sure did. Okay, uh, so... I have... Where uh, do we start? Because I, I, lo- I have a lot of opinions about it. I have... Uh, we'll start just from the, the pre-show. What do you <sighs> think of the, the buy-in? I think that during the pre-show, they made it very obvious how inclusive they wanted to be about wrestling. Yeah. Not to a fault. It was a, seemed a little try-hardy to me. And that Battle Royal was fucking stupid. <laughs> like, that, the, um, the, the match after was a fine match. I mean, yeah. it wasn't on the, car, the main card, so I, I don't know who either of those guys are. Um, Sari- Sammy uh, Chris Guevara is on uh, BTE. He shows up sometimes. Uh, Chris Sibian or whatever the fuck his name is. Um, was it Nick Sabian or something like that? Sibian. <laughs> he was Sibian last night. He's. I got very drunk and during the course of this pay per view. So I'm. I hopefully. That, that hopefully match I, was good. I remember um, it was fine. I. I. I First ca- first couple camera botches happened during that match. Sure. Um, during the, the Battle Royal, though, what did you think of uh, Orange Cassidy? I love Orange Cassidy. All right. So, so I, uh, he's uh, wrestled a lot around here, and I thought that the Orange Cassidy spot was pretty good, like, to, like letting you know that he doesn't care. Yeah. Like, the, 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 so the Battle Royal might have done a good job... Letting you know for the future 
what everyone's deal is. Yes, that's what it was. So, which is fine. Um, the, the sunny kiss spot made me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy Dreamer taking all the fucking the hokey spots. Yeah, it's Tommy, Tommy Dreamer loves that shit. I know, he sure does. So I mean, th- there was some good stuff in the Battle Royal. It wasn't as good as the all-in one. So that that's going to be a sticking point that I know isn't fair. Is that like I was kind of holding it to all in standards, and it's a different thing. Yeah, it couldn't, it can't be held to that standard because it's not a super card, really. It's the first card of a new company. Yes, and because all in was brilliant front to back. Yep, the the gimmick battle royal, the, the battle royal at all in was fucking awesome. It was probably the best battle royal I've ever seen. Yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, one of the best for me, the Great Kali one. <laughs> Stand up for me. <laughs> to be honest with you. I'm partial to that. Our love of the great Kali was the first thing we discussed the first time we ever hung out. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and then Mo gave me a fake punch and I bladed with a broken beer bottle in the hallway at Morgan Self Storage. I remember that. <laughs> 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 we should have known we'd be doing this right now. Uh, <laughs> so the pre-show was fine. The commentary lacked. The commentary got much better when JR got in. I mean, JR was like, I'm watching it knowing that he hates the wrestling that he's watching. That's how I felt about it. Um, when it was, especially when he's put over the Young Bucks. Yeah. Like, it was like, this is everything you do hate. <laughs> like, he just he talks about their precision. <laughs> That's. But, like, I don't know. It still, it still felt like. Like a legitimate pro wrestling show because of Jim Ross. Yeah. So that that di- it ultimately it wasn't like the best, but it felt pro. So what did you think of the undercard when this once the show started? I'm not. I don't want to do like a match by match review. We'll save that for the, the last three, I think. But so, so building I, up to it, we'll just talk about everything as it came. So it's gonna be. I hope they don't do this with the TV show. What they did with the undercard for the most part they did it with the end too i hope that they like understand that their inside jokes aren't going to play all the time like scu isn't going to automatically be over as scu and like the librarian thing isn't going to be like everyone's not going to get that that's true so like i hope that i hope that there isn't downfalls that i see coming already I, 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 to be fair, I had a very low opinion overall of this card until the end. Is AEW is going to be a very top-heavy company for a little while? No, well, they're going to have to be very top-heavy. That's why they got Moxley too. Yeah, but I, 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 I thought that from the get-go too. Like it's going to be a lot of the Bucks. It's going to be a lot of Omega, uh, a lot of Jericho. Get like squeeze that fucking tube while you, while you can. Um, yeah. Which is fine. I mean, if they have a good tag division, which they should. I mean, who the fuck was the... I was expecting, like, an actual surprise when the lights went out. Not so, they teased this on BTE a few weeks ago. Okay, so I've missed two episodes of Being the Elite. Um, I know the two leading... The, the go-home episode is yeah. probably not a good one to miss, but... Um, so, a few weeks ago, I forget which when it was, but, like, Matt and Nick were talking... And they're like, if we want a good tag division, we got to start with these guys. And then Nick was like, or Matt was like, I don't know. And then Nick put his phone down, and he got he saw it for like a split second who it was, and it was Super Smash Brothers. And that's who the lights went out, and they showed up. 
they're from uh, PWG. They had a feud with the Young Bucks. Okay. And, uh, you know, they're not well known at all, so that's why everyone was cheering. Are, like, are, are those the Canadian guys? I don't know if they're Canadian. Who was Player Uno and Player Dos? Um, the Chikar guys. I'm not sure. I don't remember either. Yeah. But, um, you know, they've had good matches with the Bucks. I, I watched one on YouTube, like, after I saw that on BTE. And they're good. You know, it'll be fine. I didn't get, like, the all, like, the little dudes, like... The minions or whatever? Making a throne for them. Like, the, that was kind of weird. I, there's a very different physique involved in AEW. And it was one of those guys that had it the worst. Like, very soft, doughy bodies. Yeah, maybe maybe that's what wrestling needs. I'm not opposed. I'm not like <laughs> I'm not even saying like it's a negative. It's just like v- between like Jungle Boy, he's like a fucking rail. Uh, like it's just there's it's not a physique based company, which is fu- which I'm like not like shitting on, but like everyone's just like a they're not Batista. <laughs> oh yeah. Except for Scorpio Sky and Kenny Omega. Yeah, uh, like even Jericho is like kind of like got a biker bod right now. <laughs> he uh, he's not he got, he got better, you know. He's, he he Jericho def- looks big right now. Like not even like particularly out of shape. He just looks like a fifty year old man. Yeah, uh, he basically is. He is exactly. 50, well, he's forty nine, I think. Forty seven. Is he? Damn. You know who looks like they're fucking sixty years old, but they're forty eight? Aja Kong. Um, I was alarmed when I looked at. I was like, "Wow, she's pretty old. She's been wrestling a long time." And one of those sentences is hundred percent. One of those statements is hundred percent true, and one of them is kind of true. Forty eight's uh, not old enough to look like fucking grandma. She got grandma bod. She's always been big, though. You know, it's not that she's big. She just like looked like having a hard time move around. She was. What Survivor Series was she a, a part of? Was that 94, 95? ninety four, ninety five? Yeah, I was gonna say ninety four, ninety five. Because do you know there are multiple people from Survivor Series 94, 95 on this card? You had Billy Gunn, you had Asha yeah. Kong, and Kay. that's it. Okay, <laughs> so two. <laughs> but yeah, you had three old timers, like Dusty Rhodes, Dustin, excuse me. He was out there. We'll get to that, because that needs its own section of this conversation. Yeah, that's where we're, we're going to change, and we'll do a match-by-match uh, breakdown. Um... Oh, what the fuck was it? So, the Awesome Kong thing was cool. Yep. But, like, the big surprises, save for the end, like, who's going to know that other than, like, people like me or, like, you? Um, like, that's a cool surprise for me. Yeah, I thought the Kong thing was very good. Uh, and it was well done, too. Uh, they, they, It was well done. They did the exact Hardy spot from WrestleMania. Yeah. They had New Day come out, like pretend in gear, thinking they were going to take the spot, and then the Hardys come out. That's that's exactly what happened. Um, They're already ripping off Vince. What did you think of the uh, SCU versus uh, SEMA OWE or whatever that is, OVE or whatever it is? Um, or o- I like O-W-E. it when wrestlers don't wear knee pads and they have regular trunks. Like Norman Smiley? Yes, because it looks like they're wearing their underwear and shoes. Yes. Which is fun. <laughs> I call that the Norman Smiley. <laughs> um, I thought it was fine. It was very obvious that it was there because SCU want to get their shit in, and they're yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, 
Christopher Daniels not wearing guy liner. Like I, I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of like in my head. He's always Ring of Honor champion, Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels. I, uh, I, I like it. Scorpius guy is good as shit too. By the way, yeah, I like Scor. I, I like Christopher Daniels best when he was coming out with like the martini and the scarf. <laughs> that was my. That's what I think of when I think of Christopher Daniels. But like, it's um. I guess we'll find out just how much pull that show has, I guess, the the BTE show, because they're going with that, that is their main source of of uh, television at this point. Is it just me, or has BTE not been as, like, funny? Lately? No, it's been, it's, it's been kind of a, it hasn't been a side thing, it's been the show leading up to this pay-per-view. Yeah. It's probably going to suck now. I, like, I, I feel like there aren't as much, like, goofy jokes as they used to be. Like, they used to, like, poison monster energy drinks and, like, try to kill people. And, like, they killed Massa, and then he came back as fat-ass Massa. Yeah. So it's like, like, there's not as much, like, stuff like that doesn't happen anymore. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's, I mean, now everything they're doing is to get something over on a TV show. It's yeah. It's essentially, it's a commercial now for the TV show. But, I mean, the same way that Ravi Raw is a commercial for the pay-per-view that's coming up, BT is a commercial for the TV show with the pay-per-view that's coming up. You gotta look at it that way. It's gonna, it's gonna suffer. The BT is probably gonna suck from here on out. Yeah, I, I, I got into that just because of all like the goofy insider shit they were doing, and I kind of feel like it's not, like it's not focused on that anymore. It's like more like, like you said, it's just like uh oh, we need to get like something going. Like it's the librarian now, or like is it, or Michael Nakazawa. I liked that, though. That was funny. I mean, like, I liked the librarian when, when, thing, too. When Matt woke up wearing the Michael Nakazawa shirt, like, <laughs> that was pretty great. Um, what are your thoughts on Kylie Ray? Uh, I definitely feel like... This was, a, this was a long discussion last night, so... The the women's division, like, it's not, like, as good as the WWE one. Like, I think the WWE one's, like, stacked... Like it's they, really good right they now. They have too, uh, almost too many people. Yeah. Um, they, they could have their own weekly show. And shitty ones have gotten better, too. Oh, sure. That's what I'm saying. Like, um, They could have their own show with just the women, and it would be watchable. Like, 205 Live has a show, but the women don't. Like, switch that up. Like, give the women their own fucking show. I think um, they're tr- making it a point to not segregate the women. Sure, but... Like, which I, which I, I kind of... I, I get. I say, like... Give the women their own show. Like, keep them on Raw and, and SmackDown and stuff, but, like, give them their own show. Like, if two, like if 205 Live has their own show, why the fuck don't the women? Like, it, Do they still do main event or superstars? I think so, but I have no idea. Like, I don't think anyone gives a shit about that. I don't think so either. But, um... But, like, AEW's women division, like, obviously they don't have, like, the top-tier talent to, like, pick from the way WWE does. But they, I think they... Like, everyone is okay or fine. I like Kylie Ray. That's, that's pretty much it. She doesn't... She's, like, almost... She teeters that line on, like, super annoying. But, like, I like a super annoying baby face. She she was... No, that's right. I don't remember anything being, like, super annoying. She she had a pretty good entrance where she did, like, the cheerleader pose. And I was like, all right. I like this. Yeah. The uh, The commentary suffered pretty hard in that match. I, rem- I specifically remember that. One thing I noticed about like the uh, the commentary was like sometimes they were trying too hard to like yes. 
loop in JR and like be like, oh, that's tougher than a 50 cent steak. Yeah. Like? And there's also, um, there was a couple times, I think it was, uh, was the the woman doing some of the matches. Ooh. You ever notice that about like every woman commentator? Like whenever something happened, they're like, oh. Like it's out. She, 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 not even that she would owe. I didn't care about that. There were parts where it sounded like she was trying not to wake up her parents in the other room. <laughs> Like so, some of the commentary made it seem bush to me. Like there were there were times where I felt like I was watching something second rate during the during the beginning of it. I I know, I got the exact same feeling. Um, I said at that point, I was like, I chalked this up to growing pains. Yeah, like they're learning what not to do, basically, and that's fine. You know. Yeah, I mean, I'm not expecting WrestleMania right off the bat. That's what I mean. I was I was disappointed at the beginning. I, I know, and that's why I, I think the way I feel about the whole pay per view is that you can take or leave the mid the opening parts like the opening card. Yeah, Sunday Night Heat because like that's like just basically, basically like introducing like most of the people. Like most people don't know anyone who is in that, um, so it was a good way to introduce them, get them exposure, so that when you when you see them again, you at least know who they are, and at that point maybe they'll impress you. Um, but everything up until Dusty versus uh, Dustin versus Cody, you could take or leave. Uh, yeah, the so, pay per view took a hard turn. That pay per view being great took after. a hard turn, <laughs> and like I was. So let's get to the good, the, the final three matches yeah, and, and um, the uh, promo. So, so Dustin versus Cody. Dustin versus Cody. Before this match started, I was like, well, I just hope it's better than anything they did in WWE because that stuff always kind of sucked. Yeah. Like, it wasn't given, like, the right, like, the right. It was supposed to be a Mania match. And it was supposed d- to be a Mania, and then they just put it on, like, a random pay-per-view or Raw yeah, or something like that. Yeah, and it was that. bad, too. And it wasn't that it was bad. It was really bad. It, it was just that it, it was nothing, and I think that's worse than It was botchy. I don't remember the botchiness. I remember. I remember being very disappointed in it. I and the angle and the angle just died. So I, I was like, all right. So they need I just to, hope that it's good and it like it's better than what they do. They did in WWE. It was better, but like, the, I wasn't expecting. There's how much a very better. distinct line that I'm drawing in this pay per view, and they need to never, ever do anything like the sledgehammer in the chair ever again <laughs> that's fucking bush league like they, they, they can't do that that was like i i i let that slide once because i almost i understand it kind of there was a shot back at triple h for what he said at the hall of fame with uh yeah AEW being like you, lame or something like that you kind of got to be bigger than that i that's guess that's how i feel about it too. like it's, it was they it's, already did like the pay-per-view like attendance thing i feel like that was a good enough shot yeah, like when they were talking about like, oh, we got twenty thousand people here. It's like, oh, this building when it's sold like, out can only have thirteen. D- no, no more of that. Like, if you want to do like tongue in cheek, like like bullet club style stealing shit, that's different. But like, that's like n- kind of like the shitty, like not good things that Bischoff would do. Like that was like that seems like a mistake someone's already made. That they shouldn't be making, and it didn't wasn't good. It it didn't break apart right. It, like it was just like the whatever mechanism they used to like blow it up like didn't really. The actual execution it. of it. That being said, the fact that he just hit it with a sledgehammer and it was like a, a pyro poof 
Loved that. Yeah, that's, right. <laughs> that's why I enjoyed it. Like, but like, it was supposed to like fall apart more, and it didn't. It just, yeah. I, I, I was like, ah, that was kind of shitty. I like, like, you're shooting fish in a barrel right now, so like everyone's gonna pop for it. Yeah. Like, it's that's, and then the match started. Holy fuck! This was great. It was so good. It was that I was I was analyzing pictures after that blade job was fucking ridiculous like i don't know how like he must have been super hydrated or like done some trick that like wrestlers do to like su- like make their blood super thin because like the amount he bled it was like a it kept it pouring kept out of pouring him. off his body like yeah. i haven't seen like so the last one i can think of was guerrero yeah that's what we were talking about and like i just like looking at the pictures, I think that one might have been worse. The one last night. It was so like it was so fucking bloody. It, it, I it came out of like they did the spot in the turnbuckle, and then you could see Dustin you see, roll to the outside and start blading. And uh, by the well, end, he, it, like it he, was, he 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 got it right after. If you watch it again, yeah. And I, then he went outside, like because it didn't. Like I think he just tried to blade, yeah. and he wasn't bleeding. But like he also had some red face paint on, so like I wasn't sure what was going on, and then we came back in like, oh he's bleeding, like oh he's bleeding a lot, <laughs> like the it just kept pouring off of his face. But like it, you need wrestling to like not all the time, but occasionally when a match needs heat, like it's okay to get color and like bl- blade and like. I felt like I was watching an old wrestling match. I felt like I was watching an NWA wrestling match. Exactly, but like when like I'm I'm looking back, I'm like, when was the last time you saw this? Like I can't even remember the last time. And like it's it was so refreshing to like see someone like. Try it's so to get, refreshing to almost throw up during a wrestling match. To, but to try to get like heat on a match to like where it's not so much about like what the match is doing, more as like the story that the match is presenting to you, where like Dusty can't like land a blow because also on a side he's note, bloody, too bloody and stuff. Yeah, he's, he's swinging it air. Yeah, like, the spot to get the color was brilliant. Yeah, like they, it, the match was really good. They took the pad away from the turnbuckle for the kick, and then he got up and then. He threw him into it, so that was like uh, a well thought out spot, and it got the right effect. But like the blood was so abundant that like the way Dust- Dustin was like selling it was like he couldn't sw- he kept on missing and stuff. Like it was so good after that too. Like yeah, Dustin couldn't like do anything up until like sort of like the end where it was like they kept on doing the false finishes and um. Like, the crowd, like, I remember thinking, too, I was like, I'm not used to watching wrestling with, like, crowd reactions and, like, crowd involvement anymore. I'm, like, so used to WWE where the crowd is just hands on their asses, like. I mean, NXT's different. Yeah, that's true. It's not different. I mean, it's not, like, again, like, I mean, it's similar to last night. Yeah, but, like, I, I, it's been. But, I mean, they reeled them. They, they reeled in a crowd that was going to eat up whatever they did anyways, but they actually got them invested in the match and not in the reaction. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was the best match of the night, by probably by a mile. I would say so, too. It was, it, the other matches were good, but, but the, it, this was, like... The other matches were more exciting from, like, a move standpoint, but that just goes to show you, like, you don't need the moves when you have, like, a great story to tell, and 
that's like that little thing that like adding blood can do is just like make the match more exciting without really doing like. Yeah, I don't think the story stuff. was that the blood added to the match. I think the story was like how much he fucking bled. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Was, and where did it all go? <laughs> the mat was clean after they switched the mats. Did they? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> we were talking about that because. Um, we were like, all right, so they're just going to have like a shitty bloodstained match for the rest of the night. Oh, I was so looking was forward to it. And you could see the commentaries and then in the background, the ring and stuff. And they had like, they're bringing the, the rug down for uh, the right ceremony. <laughs> I need a drink. And uh, when, when I saw that, I was like, all right, so they're going to flip her on and stuff. But either they put down a new mat really quick. Or they cut the one on top, and they had one. Oh, they had anything. two? Oh, you might be right. It would have bled through it, wouldn't it have? Um, I feel like... Though I guess you can't really tell when the mat's really dirty. I feel like if you put one on top of a bloody one, it would bleed through. But like it probably wouldn't seep through to a, one of the below. You know what I mean? Maybe it's a little, a little thicker than that. Maybe. So it like I just, maybe I, I just don't know, honestly. It might have bled through, but it was so minuscule that you didn't even really see it. But they definitely changed mats after that match. Okay, let's move on to the ceremony. So, yeah, out of nowhere, Bret Hart. Bret Hart comes out, and like they had what I assumed to be Papa Buck record a, a version of Bret, a Jimmy Hart version of Bret Hart's theme. Yeah, and uh, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, you know. I didn't, have to, I didn't have to blow anyone for this. This is great. <laughs> um, so, forgive me, because I know him from... For BTE, the guy with the scarf. What's his name? Oh, uh, MJF. MJF. He can cut a good promo. He he's really good. Uh, that was that was uh, that was uh, Bret Hart coming out to make sure that he had his time to shine. He um, when when he cut that promo, I was half expecting him to say something about Owen Hart. Well, it was just the other day. Yeah. No, he said something about the guy that attacked him at the Hall of Fame instead. It, exactly. Good. So, so after he said that, I was like, he's going to say something about Owen, like. But he didn't, so that's good. I was like, if he does, I'm gonna hate this guy forever. <laughs> but I mean that like good Bret Hart like <coughs> Bret Hart has a price, obviously. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> and uh they paid it. Uh we can gloss over that real quick. Well, I liked I just wanted to mention it, A, because of Bret Hart and B, because I thought that that was a really good uh promo spot right there. It was good and uh the belt was awesome, but I really liked my favorite thing about Bret Hart moments is that he has a way of like like slipping up what he's saying and like not doing something right. So like when he held up the belt to like the stage, like nobody can see it. He, <laughs> I was just like, ah, oh, this is so good. He knew Adam Page's name, which was uh, kind of like what I was expecting him to fuck up. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> who, are the, who are these nobodies? Adam, he's like, hangman Adam Cage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, let's go to the tag match. So uh, the Bucks and Elvis gear. Loved the Elvis gear. Yep. I wasn't even going to mention the gear because I fucking forgot about it. When they came, I'm like, okay. All right. Good spot. Good, good spot. Um, uh, the match itself was awesome. Very good match. The uh, Bucks can't get on the same page gimmick. Yeah. I like that. I mean, I'll fucking, I didn't know the Lucha Bros were real bros oh, yeah, until yeah. last night. Yeah. Uh, I feel like... Uh, Impact is taking, or not, yeah, AEW <laughs> is taking a lot of the Lucha Underground guys, like the best ones. So I really hope they get like Mil Muertes over there. Uh, yeah. That'd be sort of like the last piece because Jeff Cobbs and ROH, he was Matanza. 
but uh, uh, the Lucha Bros were two of the best. Um, if you've never seen Pentagon versus Vampiro, I would recommend watching that. Oh, I have. It's a, yeah, it's a bloodbath. Uh, but this match itself was an example of like the polar opposite of what Cody and Dustin was. Yeah. Where it was not about the story, it was more about the like basically look how awesome we are. Yeah, there and, was a more story to it than usual. Sure. Um, I say than usual. I mean, there are some there are some good young bucks matches with, as far as storytelling is concerned, but most of it's like. Look at this cool shit we can do, and and that's what the pay per view needed after that. Like you needed, because uh, the main event's going to be like a, a knockdown drag out fight because that's what Jericho does. Yeah, and uh, so this needed to be like sort of like the excitement match. Like you already had like the drama match, now the excitement match, and then like the fight at the end. Um, so I liked how all three matches were very different in that style. Um, it was a lot of no selling and. Like taking yeah. huge moves that result in oh yeah, J- Jr. had another fucking stroke. God damn! Make that your finish. He kicked out, so it means jack shit now, motherfucker. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's, that's what I was thinking of watching this match, but I didn't really care because I was excited. It was yeah, exciting, it was, and it was fun to watch. And, and like the, uh, you know, it was just good. There's a whole lot to say about it. Nothing like really crazy happened. Oh. So I want to say one thing before I forgot because I forgot to mention it in the first. This is part of the opening. Joey Janela fell fucking terrible twice. <laughs> you see, <laughs> it, 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 it was a bad fall on his head, a, ter- a stupid cigarette spot, and then a <laughs> cigarette spot. I'd be laughing, and then another terrible fall on his head. When they stuck the cigarette to his forehead, and he was screaming. That was great. Uh, it was so funny. <laughs> like, why would you do that? He also couldn't get it lit. I don't oh, yeah. remember that. <laughs> it, was, it was an MGM when Hogan couldn't light the flash paper. We were talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> but then he attaches it to his forehead, and he's just screaming. Um, uh, okay, but, but, uh, un- uh, redo. Not redo. Finish. Let's, let's, let's take his, her home. His table bump was great. <laughs> his arm was like hanging in the Yeah. Chair. It looked like he fucking died. Yeah. And it looked like he fucking died on that DDT. It was a DDT spot, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, but uh, Jericho Omega was the best match they had for sure. Well, they've only had one other match, I think. It was the better of the two. It's the best Jericho match that I... That Non-WWE Jericho match, probably. What did you think of Jericho's new finish? I like that they used it. I like that it was the finish. I do too. Um, the move itself is not very exciting. That's fine. But it's a new. So if this incarnation of Jericho can't have something flashy, it just got to be a fucking like something blunt. I, I I like the I like the idea of using just think, like a stiff ass elbow. I think this is gonna grow on me. Like I'm kind of ambivalent for it right now but i think in a little while i'll I'll enjoy it a lot more once i see it more um not that this was bad by any means i thought it was a good finish like i i appreciated jericho winning because like you kind of thought that uh it was going to be Pac and omega for the belt but the way things played out i feel like is better for the next show because now instead of Pac omega for the belt you get omega versus moxley and then you get jericho versus page for the belt and, and Omega, Omega can be the babyface come like fighting from underneath to get the belt, and they that's can a better, try to create that's a better moment. too. Yeah, yeah. 
so that'll be it, like all out or something like that. Uh, under, <laughs> under, not underrated because <coughs> I don't know what anyone's rating it. There was a spot in the Jericho match that I fucking loved when he just kept hitting lion salts. Yeah, yeah. I fucking loved that for like I don't know why. I, like, we missed he, the first one. Um, like, hit him in the like the, got his knees up. Hit him in the head on the second one, and then Start, he fucking nailed him on the third one. Yeah, so he had like a little blood spot going in his forehead. Yeah, for, for a little while. I, I don't know. It was a really good Jericho match. Uh, Omega's nose broke like, immediately. <laughs> like, <laughs> Omega does that. He'll just wrestle an entire match with like a broken something. So like, there's a lot to improve on for a four-hour pay-per-view. Sure. But like, when we're like we're we're glowing about an hour and a half of it. Um, I I think like I said. You could take or leave the undercard once the main event stuff started happening. Like, it was gold from that point forward. It is. So, like, I'm not, like, there's going to be, I won't even say growing pains, but, like, now that they're going to have a show and there's going to be another pay-per-view next month, according to Bret Hart. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the month after. That's what I love about Bret is just, like, he has a, this keen sense of, like, screwing something up like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, when I have it, like, hopefully the characters are more developed and there'll be more storylines. Like, it's really what it is. Yeah. Because um, it seemed like they, not that they didn't throw this together, but they realized they weren't going to have a super card. I wish that their TV show was ready sooner. I wish that it was coming to TV, like, before All Out and not after. Because, like, now that they're running this pay-per-view, I think that all the characters like Sonny Kiss it, uh, they're all going to be fresh in people's minds so you put them in a match on the TV show so they can have more exposure well they'll be on BTE now that's really what it is I know but I'd rather I'd rather it be the TV show getting to expose all these people rather than the I would too, show. especially now where they're probably not going to be doing a million indie shows to get the characters over yeah so now like, it has to be it has to be to like a more general audience, not maybe it, maybe they're just starting a, sh- a wrestling show to cater to the smarks or like people that like wrestling. I think that they're they're trying to appeal more to the smarks and then hoping that the broader audience will catch on once the smarks are like raving about it. But like, I mean, there's I, big there's big money in wrestling for wrestling fans. Yeah. Obviously, I mean they've been making it. Yeah. So I mean maybe that's it. Uh, Saturday night pay per view. Fucking love it. Sure. Give me give me that all the fucking time. Uh, I I enjoy. I was talking about to Lucas about this before I went to his house to watch it. Um, during the day, I was like, uh, it "Sucks, I'm gonna have to like drive up to New Hampshire and back. I can't drink or anything because I gotta work tomorrow." I'm like, "Nope, don't have to work Monday because it's Memorial Day, and nope, don't have to work tomorrow because it's Sunday. So I'm gonna get a couple beers in me tonight." <laughs> Oh, yeah. So uh, I definitely enjoy watching wrestling with people when I can toss a few bit out town. And yeah, you you can make a night of it. Like a, like It's a, better than Sundays because, like, Sunday you're winding down. Yeah, and yeah it's, do it's it a anything. really terrible night for a pay-per-view, honestly. Like, I get it because, like, it's, like, football, too. So people, like, watch football during the day and then wrestling at night. It mixes things up. But uh, it's so much better as a Saturday. Like yeah. it's more like how boxing is when you can. Have, like, it felt like yeah. It felt like it was like having my friends over for Tyson Holyfield or something like that. Exactly. <laughs> you were drinking for that fight? Uh, <laughs> no. Maybe actually, I, I, the second one I was. Tyson Holyfield. That was like ninety five, ninety six. No, 
It was later than that. The second one was 97. I know that. February 97, where he bit his ear. No. Yep. I. Then I was watching a different Tyson fight, but I could swear it was... It was like February 97. It was June 97. June 97. So it wasn't that... Whatever. Was there a third one? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so either. Although I was watching a different fight. Maybe it was a different Holyfield fight. I watched it at my friend's house. I just specifically remember I wasn't I was in junior high and I was I was drinking. Well, uh, I, was, I wasn't drinking when I was 12. I was coming home from skiing with my dad that day and we were listening to it on the radio and they're like, "Holyfield, Tyson I watched it. I watched it happen. It was fucking bananas. We were, just, we were going to Bill and Bob's at like one in the morning, and he was just like, "You believe this is going on?" Right now? <laughs> All right, so I'm going to wrap this up because I have to piss super bad. Yeah, I need a beverage. Okay, um, so yeah, this is episode one of this is, two. This is the wrestling one. This is uh, the wrestling one. Uh, we're yeah. going to record the Wednesday episode now and get that one in the can. So we'll finish talking about wrestling probably. <laughs> Well, we'll maybe we'll no, well, I, I kind of think we, we shot a pretty big wrestling. Yeah, we did. It flew by for us, so hopefully it flew by for you. But, but we could talk about other things on the, the next one. Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't know. I guess this one has an ending. Um, we could talk about the sex stuff I'm into, 